Mark Howard has been training business owners for over 20 years with online business tools and strategies that help them grow and succeed. If you want to grow your business fast and save time, then keep listening. If you want to grow it even faster in less than three months, then visit www.businessmachine.biz. And now, here's Mark. Good day, this is Mark Howard from The Business Machine, and in this episode, I'm going to reveal to you the common mistake that some businesses are making with their business cards and also making the same mistake with their websites. Plus, I'm going to reveal to you the top trick that marketing influencers are using today that they don't want you to know about. Did you know that you can get even more from Mark Howard, including mini marketing sessions? one-to-one sessions, and even access to his private VIP Facebook group? Interested? Then head over to www.patreon.com slash businessmachine and check out the different memberships he has on offer today. Okay, let's get started here. So I started at the beginning of this podcast by mentioning that some business owners make a common mistake with their business cards. And it's the same mistake that they're actually making universally with their websites as well, and they're not actually realizing they're doing it. And it tends to be more the startup businesses or the micro businesses that are doing this, although I have seen more established companies doing exactly the same thing as well. And sometimes these mistakes are overlooked and it costs your business because what these mistakes are doing is actually telling people how you value your business. And that's the major problem. So let me explain what I mean by this. When I first joined BNI all those many moons ago, and I'm you know, still a member of BNI, and I really will advocate that all day long as a way to get business for your business in any way, shape, or form. But when I first started BNI, there's one thing that's quite common when we had new businesses coming through. So this is people who would visit the chapters and come to the meetings, and they bring with them their business cards. And what you tend to find, and as I said, this tends to be more of the startup businesses and the micro businesses, that a lot of these companies have come through, a lot of these people come through and they present their business cards. And the business card they represent will be one that's been made on one of these cheap printing sites like Vistaprint. Now, I'm not going to slag off Vistaprint. There's a reason why it's around and there's a reason why people use it. It's cheap, it's cheerful, and that's what it's there for. But the problem with Vistaprint is that it's limited to the number of themes and templates that you can use on your card. The style and the finish tends to be the same, so the quality isn't particularly good. And what was happening was people were presenting these cards to members in the chapter, and straight away you can always tell a Vistaprint card. I can't explain it. The card was either slightly too thick or it just didn't feel right. And the size was wrong as well. And straight away, as soon as someone handed this over, you thought, well, Vistaprint card and what people would do is they look at this and think well we know that these cards only cost you like five pound for a hundred or something do you really value your business that much or that little should I say because you're not willing to fork out maybe 30 40 pound and maybe even get them professionally designed as well I mean let's face it if you've got someone to design your business cards it's going to cost you around about 40 pound tops and then for you to actually get them professionally printed, you know, good quality print, it's going to cost you around about £20. So you're looking at 
60 pounds but no rather than spending that 60 pounds let's spend five ten pounds for these little cards that weren't professionally designed and of course these people what they would do is they actually try and design these cars themselves this is the other problem so the design the look the course of actions everything was missing from these cars they're very basic and they didn't really portray the the company when the person handed this business card over and this became a bit of a running joke within some of the chapters I was within. You used to say, oh, look, someone's coming in. I bet you they got a Vista print card. And nine times out of ten, they certainly did. So if a poor business card is giving a bad impression to someone that you're talking to for the first time. And remember that old phrase, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. How does a business card in that situation also reflect on a website? And it's actually quite simply this. When someone's starting off, they're trying to spread their marketing so thinly. They're trying to spread their money so thinly. And they're getting really poor advice nine times out of ten from a lot of people. That what they end up doing is they go to places like Fisterprint, thinking they get a really good deal because it's so cheap. But what they don't realize is it's actually looking really bad for the business. And then on the website side of things, this is the flip coin, they'll then go and get their website built on systems such as Wix or Squarespace. Now, if anyone knows me, they know I'm not a big fan of Wix. Not because of the system itself, but because of how many people feel that Wix is a really great way to present their business. Now, if your business card is poorly presented and you've done it yourself, guess what? You're going to have the same problem with Wix as well. And this is the issue that a lot of business owners have, especially startups. They, they think to themselves, look, I can't afford this money. They don't even go and investigate. Uh, I know some people do overcharge the earth. And there's different ways that you can get your business online. And it doesn't have to cost you a fortune. But what I always say to people is at least get it done right first time. Because if you don't, you could be losing a lot of business. And if you take something like Wix, so let's say someone goes on to Wix and they go, okay, I'm going to build my own website. That's fine. If that's what they want to do, that's perfectly okay. But they don't understand things such as call to actions, headlines, sales funnels, drip feeds, trip wires, lead magnets. They don't understand any of that. They don't understand issues with CRMs, how to get people to come back using uh, retention ideas, how to get back using Facebook pixels. They don't understand any of that because they've never been trained to do that. But then the argument would be, and it always will be this argument, oh, but Mark, I can get it done so cheaply. I will refer you back to what my father said to me when I was 16. He said, Mark, if you pay peanuts, you're going to get monkeys. It's the same thing. If you pay cheap, you're going to look cheap. And it doesn't matter how well you do it or what you think you're doing, it's never going to be right. So let's go back to the Wix systems. And I'm using Wix as an example here. I know there's plenty out there, so I'm not. I'm only homing on Wix just so you've got an idea of the different systems that are out there rather than me just sort of name all of them. But let me focus on this, in inverted commas, cheap that people perceive they're getting with Wix. So Wix is a free system, but if you're looking to use your own domain name, there's going to be a fee for that. There's going to be fees if you want SEO on there. And those fees believe you me rack up quite quickly okay let's put those to one side let's just put those to one side for a second let's supposing you've decided to build your uh, site on wix you're using a wix uh, domain why you do that i have no idea because that's just going to give you a very bad look for your business but let's just suppose you're going to do that and you go for the ultra free version 
There's no such thing as free. And the example I gave on this is when I was talking to someone a couple of weeks ago who had built their site on Wix and then moved away from Wix. And I just want to just point out this as well at the moment, that there are more and more people moving off of Wix quicker than there are people going on there. Wix won't admit that, but we have seen, certainly in the digital marketing, certainly in the web design industry, a lot more people now coming forward and saying, look, please help us out. We've got ourselves into trouble using these systems. So let's just take this perceived value of your website, if nothing else. You're thinking to yourself, look, I can get the site done for free. But how long is it going to take you to build that website? Let's just keep some really simple, simple mathematics because it's way too early. I haven't had my coffee yet. So let's just keep it nice and easy. Let's supposing that you've, in your spare time, you sit down and you build that website yourself in Wix. And it's not going to take you a couple of hours because you don't know the system. You've got to work your way through it. Images aren't going to fit correctly. You're probably buying images or stock images as, as, as well. And you're trying to get it all to fit. So rather than it being a couple of hours, on average, on average, uh, it takes 50 hours on average. And I'm just taking that as I figure out the air, but going from what other people have told me when they've been using Wix systems. So if it's taken them 50 hours to build it, then you've got to ask yourself the question, well, how much do you charge your customers per hour? for your time and your work and your knowledge and your skill sets. And if you're charging, say, £20 an hour, and I said, I'm going to keep it nice and easy, and you've just spent 50 hours building your own website, that website isn't free anymore. It's now a £1,000 website because that's what it's cost you in time. Now, what could you realistically do with those 50 hours of time that you have now lost? That's 50 hours of sales. That's 50 hours of chasing up on people, invoicing people, closing deals. You've lost all of that because you perceived the idea that you're getting something cheap and free. I'm going back to the business cards and on the website here now. I'm taking both of these examples. So don't get caught up in this idea that just because it's free, that it's going to be cheap. It's not. You're going to lose time. And time is the most important commodity any business can look at. And if you go through all of my podcasts, listen to them. Every now and again, you hear me mention time, time, time. Time is your most important commodity. I also mentioned right at the beginning of this podcast that I will reveal the secrets that a lot of these marketing influencers do today that they won't tell you about. It's like a top trick. It's a top secret industry a thing, I don't know what you want to call it, but there's this one thing that they do today. So just taking into account everything else I just spoken to you about, this is the one thing that these guys do. Now I'm talking these guys are multi millionaires. We're talking the types of people such as Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI. We're talking Tony Robbins. We're talking Neil Patel, who's a, a massive influencer in the digital marketing. These guys are very prolific on social media on the internet, in their marketing. And if you look at all the work they're doing, you think, wow, these guys are really pushing out great information. They're, these guys are influencing people. They're driving the markets in the way that people should be working. So here's the big secret about all of those people I've just spoken about. And it's this. It's very, very simply this. All their marketing, all their social media work, everything you see on Facebook, all the retargeting adverts you see, all their courses that they're doing, everything you see online, they don't actually do. None of it. 
is actually given out to their teams. They've actually got a marketing team sitting behind them. Do you really think that Neil Patel, for example, is going to sit at his desk and just write social media posts on Instagram or Facebook? No, he's got a team of about five, six, seven, eight, twenty 20 people sitting there doing that work for him. He doesn't need to do it. He actually pays people to do that work. Ivan Myers is another one. He has uh, all these posts going out literally every single day. The great posts, great blog posts, everything. But Ivan's not doing those. He has a social media team that sits behind him that does all that work for him. And this is the big secret. See, it might you might think there, oh, do you know what, Mark? I can go off and design my own business card. Yes, Mark, I can go and build my own website. But when you've got influencers out there that are not even doing it, they're actually paying people to do it for them. There's a reason why they're paying other people to do it. And I'm going to let you into another secret right now as well. This is the biggest secret that I don't tell many people. Some people know but I'm going to tell you what it is now. My own social media marketing that is done for my business, my own business on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, my own social media marketing isn't done by me. I actually pay another company to do it. And there's a reason why I do that. It's not because I don't want to do it. It's just that I'm just too close to my business to do it. Does that make sense? I am so close to my business that I can get wrapped up in trying to get the right content out or trying to get the right message out that I'm spending too much time doing that. I'd rather spend my time doing other things in my business, business, which is generating sales and traffic, than doing that work for myself. Now, that doesn't mean I don't do the work for my clients, by the way. So I do have social media clients I do a lot of work for. And I personally, I personally do that work for them. But why? Because I'm not too close to their business. I understand their business, I understand their market, and I understand their demographics. So I'm able to do that quite quickly and quite easily for them. And I do it to great effect as well. But for myself, no, I don't. I actually farm it out. And that's what all these big influencers do. All the successful people out there don't do the work themselves. They focus on what they are good at. They focus on what they can achieve, and then they push they push everything else out to everyone else. Now, if you, even if you take podcasting, I know that Neil Patel, for example, is a huge podcaster. I know that Ivan Meiser, for example, another huge podcaster. I recommend you listen to any of those guys' podcasts. They're absolutely brilliant. But when you listen to the podcasts, yes, it's those guys doing the podcasting. But guess what? They're not the ones editing the podcast. They're not the ones that's putting the podcasts up onto the different hosting platforms. They're not the ones putting the podcasts out to the masses. They're not doing that. That's been done by their social media marketing team sitting in the background. So we come back into a full circle. When it comes to your business card, when it comes to your website, when you're first starting off, why are you trying to do everything yourself? When even, as I just said to you, the top influencers in the world do not do it. You should be focusing on your business. You should be focusing on what you are good at. If you're a hairdresser, for example, you're not going to go out and start fixing people's cars. You're going to be good at fixing people's hair. If you're an accountant, you're not going to sit down and build your own website because that's not what you're good at. What you're good at is doing people's accounts. So that's where you should be focusing your energies, 
focus in your business and take a leaf out of all the influencers. Look at what they are doing. Because trust me, when you see the stuff that they're doing online, you're thinking, wow, that looks absolutely amazing. I wonder how they've got time to do it. I just told you how they've got time to do it. So why don't you just take the leaf out of their book, do exactly the same thing, and focus on your business and grow it the way it's meant to be.